0: Welcome. I am here with Greg Smith, and uh, Greg has uh, been a, a mentor to me since I've been here in Northeast Ohio. We got here around the same time. About the same time. Yeah. And uh, you're, what, 45 minutes away? Your church ish, ish, yeah. ish. Yeah. 45, 50, maybe it's a an hour. drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm glad to be sitting here with Greg because he's been a big encouragement in my ministry. And then he's really been even helping our church out uh, over the past year. And so thankful to be here with him. Uh, we are uh, going to be um, talking about the importance of vision and vision casting and visioning during this podcast. So I'm excited to hear what he has to say and uh, what he has to teach us uh, and so if you're watching along on Facebook live, uh, this should be a fun podcast or at least interesting if you are interested in what it means to uh, cast vision and uh, form or to formulate a vision. So Greg, before we get into this, just tell me a little bit about yourself and, and why you're the man when it comes to vision.
1: I don't, I don't know that I am the man when it comes to vision, but uh, um, and I'll, I'll explain that a little bit later, I think. Uh, I am um, married to Sherry. we got four kids, uh, three grandbabies, um, and one on the way, it turns out, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we are... Uh, in the Canton area, uh, serving in East Canton Church of God. Um, I came to ministry a little differently than some pastors. Uh, I was in the corporate space for about 20 years, and God used that time to convince me that uh, having a plan is a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And not winging it. Uh Uh, Unfortunately, in churches, in my experience, uh, we're really good at winging it, Mm. Uh, or not good at winging it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but without a plan, we don't do very well, and yeah. the vision gets us there.
0: Yeah, and, and so in the corporate world, you help formulate plans and put plans together, and and you all talked about the importance, obviously, of plans because every every business organization should have a plan. You Should yeah, yeah. business plans are nice. Yeah, no,
1: they're they're they can be nice, but they're they're
0: important for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have found yourself um, while here in Northeast Ohio. Uh, leading our district, our our kind of sister churches were 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 uh um were set up into districts and so forth. And so y- you have been leading our district and through a visioning process. And so you've been kind of the guy to do that. You've been helping our church uh, formulate its core values, mission statement, vision, uh, all of all of that as well. And then also you've been traveling back and forth from Uganda. Mm-hmm. And you've been helping them mm-hmm. uh, formulate a, a vision. And so, how did all this start? Like, how did you start doing all of this?
1: Well, um, my first full time ministry opportunity was in Kansas at a great place called Central Community Church in Wichita, and I learned there uh, the critical importance of vision. Um, you know, I I wasn't convinced uh, even in the corporate space how effective it was. Mm-hmm. I saw firsthand how how incredibly important it could be so when I got to uh, East Canton um, we formed a vision mission strategy and uh, I saw immediately uh, the the effectiveness of it in terms of uh, focus and direction and then in 2017 I was asked to be the chair of the district and when I did, uh, when I was asked that, I said, I'm fine with doing it, but I, I want to make sure that we understand what the vision is so important. And so I, I brought with me the vision that we have for our church. and eventually the, uh, the district uh, adopted it. And mm-hmm. so that's our, our vision for the district. At the same time, I was uh, one of our trips to Uganda. We try to go every year. And I was working with the guys and gals in the north of uh, northern Uganda. And it became clear that they could also benefit from it, and so I spoke with the leadership of the Church of God in Uganda, and they asked me to lead them through that process. And so,
0: here we go. All right, buckle up. Yeah. So we've we've talked about you now leading people through visiting process and how you've kind of got into that a little bit. So, what is a vision?
1: Okay. So um, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. We probably have heard this. Uh, at least in the church quite a bit, uh, without vision, people perish. And a vision uh, is a way for the people to see the same thing, hopefully in the same way. And that is the direction we're going. A, a vision is a picture of a preferred future. Now, I have uh, done some homework and, and I, I, people use the word vision and mission interchangeably. I try to keep them separate um, you know, just because it has worked for me. Um, it's different than a mission. Uh, a vision is a where. Like, where are we going? What's the picture of that preferred future? And then that's different than a mission in the sense that a mission is what are we doing to get there?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, and, and by the way, as, as we talk about vision, yes, there's a specific, uh, I believe, definition of vision, but when people say uh, we have a vision, oftentimes it's uh, like a uh superset it's a it's a larger term meaning not only vision but mission strategy and then uh, core values mm-hmm. and so that's what i that's what I look at as a vision
0: yeah so what or or i guess why are they important we've you know hit on that a little bit you know because you called it you kind of we we talked about the importance of having a plan right because I'm assuming the vision kind of helps you to put together the plan yeah but yeah it
1: does yeah. and and i uh, what we talk about from that verse, uh, Proverbs twenty nine, I think it's Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, uh, that says, "Without vision, people uh, perish." It's it's not so much without vision, if you don't, but if you don't have one particular vision that we're all nodding our heads at the same time
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, toward, then now everyone's got their own vision. Yeah, and if you have more than one vision, by definition, you now have division, and that's mm-hmm. obviously something the church would try to avoid.
0: Yeah, that's I, I felt that over this past year. One of the reasons that I asked you to help lead our church through the visioning process and this process that we're going through currently at the moment is I I got to doing some reading and some thinking and I sat down and I was just kind of contemplating. Like if I asked all of my elders mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what what we were doing or where we were where where we were going, what would they say? Right. And my basic thought was that they would all describe something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not an unhealthy church. Like, we're a fairly healthy church. People get along, right? There, you know. Praise God. Yeah, praise God, right? <laughs> it, like, people enjoy being together for yeah. the most part when they come on Sunday mornings. You know, people generally, I, I think people are inviting people to be a part of of our congregation. Yet at the same time, it like, just got to be thinking, got me thinking, like, I'm not sure our leadership all is kind of moving in the right, Mm -hmm. in the same direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like we need to take a step towards envisioning that preferred future, like Mm -hmm. all kind of being somewhat on the same page. I know it'll look a little bit different, but we need to start defining that and dreaming together and thinking together so that we can begin probably leading together Mm -hmm. um, and in a greater capacity. You know, and I think that Mm
1: -hmm. uh, that's a good observation that, You know, at the very worst, you could have division, right, which which could cause some severe challenges in in a church, in a family, in a business, whatever it may be. But I think on the other side, even if we're getting along, Mm -hmm. even if we have that unity, we're missing out on synergy. Yeah. We're missing out on on what we could do together because we're not really, you know, I I can't remember the guy's name, but he used to be uh, the CEO of Sun Microsystems years and years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't think some microsystems yeah. still exists, but he he had this phrase that made sense to me. Put all your wood behind the same arrow mm. as a bow yeah.
0: hunter. Yeah, you know, that means, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: you know, because if, if you're if you're scattered, you're not going to mm. have the same uh, power. You're not going to have the same momentum, the velocity, the velocity. Yeah. You couldn't have it, but uh, yeah. and that's what vision will get you. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what that's what I basically have felt and still feel that to a certain extent because we haven't like nailed our vision down. We're still working on it. Sure. We're still in the process. But I I've, I felt like man, we're such there's so many good people mm-hmm. in our congregation mm-hmm. and in our church, and we do get along, which mm-hmm. a lot of churches can't like say right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we were to really work together in all aspects and have kind of the same goal, mm-hmm. like God could really do some cool things through Each. our people. Yeah. For sure yeah. and so i just felt like it's important that we we entered in and in this mm-hmm. process and this visioning process mm-hmm. and began to dream ourselves and put together the plan to get there and and, and all of that And so well, i want to
1: commend also your team because uh you're doing this number one you're not taking you're i mean you're not doing it quickly you're taking your time or mm-hmm. right? you're letting the lord speak into this secondly you're doing it together yeah. so it's a it's a shared vision in the sense and that it's a shared vision, and it begins with shared collaboration, mm-hmm. uh, shared development, and you guys are doing a great
0: job with that. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you. So, what are the components of a vision? So, what makes up a vision? If it's the preferred future, um, it's kind of you say where you're going, mm-hmm. right? The direction that you're going. The that that you're going. What, you want. what What are the elements of it? If you're going to formulate a vision. Um, you know, what we, does that make sense? It does, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and and of course, mm-hmm. what I'm sharing with you now is uh, is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I've seen other takes on this. I don't want to yeah. take away from them. Um, what I what I do want to is, is amplify a couple of key aspects that I find helpful to, mm-hmm. to hold on to a vision. Number one, it does need to be shared in its collaboration and, and its mm-hmm. development because now it's the people own it, and it's not just tops down. You know, few. few uh, people got in a room and developed this thing and now it, it doesn't it may not fit uh-huh. right? so shared development, shared collaboration. Secondly uh, memorable mm-hmm. it, it, it's something that it just you speak it and you can you can memorize it uh, well. And thirdly that uh, it needs to be bigger than you. okay so um, for example, the vision for Rotary International at least in part, uh, and this big project they have was basically eradicate polio. No more polio. That's the vision. Huge. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just ginormous. They can't do it on their own. Uh, and they have to work with uh, like the Bill Gates Foundation and others to make it happen. There are others um, like hunger organizations are, uh, that are trying to wipe out hunger. And their vision statement literally is no more hunger. Yeah. Right? So simple, memorable, and Ginormous in the sense that it, it takes more than us, to, yeah. and, and in a church's perspective, it really takes God to, to breathe into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, here's a question. You know, I've been thinking about this, and some of the books that I read imply this. Some people are better than others at <laughs> casting vision. Yeah. Um, and so, what types of people do you feel like if you're gonna, if you're going to? Um, uh start visioning for the future of your church um or you know maybe company whatever what type of people do you think need to be doing it
1: um
0: it's it, it's a di- it's a mm-hmm.
1: difficult question the reason yeah. is is that from my own uh, experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: when i first got into this i thought vision uh, into this back in the corporate space I thought it was silly, and the reason why is I saw the vision on the on the wall, but I didn't see anyone pursue it. Yeah. So it, it's like it didn't connect, right? And uh, so it has to be, you know, applicable, right? Uh, but I had to be convinced that it was important, and mm-hmm. so you need people that are convinced it's important. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, it begins with the senior leader, whoever that person may be. Yeah. If the senior leader is not convinced that this is important, don't just yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah, and I've I've had people approach me, you know, Greg. That's uh, I, I can see your passion for it. That's really interesting, but I don't think you really need it. And that huh. and that's their opinion, and I accept that. Um, and that person shouldn't be <laughs> a yeah. part of visioning processes. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 key I believe to that is to to recognize that we by. For the most part, most people are really good at operational thinking. Yeah, right. We, you know, give me a task list, I'll knock it off. Right. Give me a project, and I'll map it out, and we'll get her done. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 building campaigns. When I mean, you just went through a renovation process, right? Yeah. You know, you've gone through that process. You know how it feels. You know what you know. You started with a picture, and now you've got the picture fulfilled. At least it may not be exactly what you yeah. started with, but you got it right. And so we're we're used to that, but the the picture of a preferred future requires us to say you know sit back and and really dream big and let the Lord speak to you through that uh, dreaming process, and we're I think we're uncomfortable with it, and yeah. I think that it really begins with someone who's willing to say that God can do great things, yeah, and not that we're not willing to admit that, but to the point of um, we're not going to do this on our own. We're mm-hmm. going to let God lead it. And So you need people who are willing to to receive that. And I've yeah. had people back out of visioning processes and because they say, I, "I agree that that you are are are, are passionate about this, uh-huh. but I just don't. I don't really get it yet." And that's okay. Yeah, right. Uh, so you need people that that are convinced that, that having a vision is a is a good deal. A good deal.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that we're struggling with a little bit as a church through this process right now is the dream big idea. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I talked about a little bit about kind of some of the things that we were kicking around as a church. And I had to talk to my elders and just say, like, what we've said is not bad, but it's just not big enough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not challenging enough. It doesn't make doesn't really make me uncomfortable at all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, um, and, it's, and that's a good aspect. Good, just a quick comment. Yeah, if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, yeah,
1: then uh, not that uh-huh. you want to. Yeah, you're, you're not trying to be uncomfortable vision. for
0: uncom- being uncomfortable sake, right. but there, I think it should like Beyond stir comfort zone. stir you. Like this is bigger than me, yeah. and this is something that's going to be kind of difficult to accomplish. But it's worth it. Uh, the uh, The building project uh, analogy is such a good one. I hadn't thought of. Uh, 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 of it like that. But, you know, when we tried to do, when we did our remodel, we didn't try to do it. When we did our remodel, I remember rolling out all of the pictures and stuff for everybody. And they were, we had a little bit of pushback, mm-hmm. right? And people like, why do we need that? We, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think we need that. I'm not sure this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. All of these sorts of things. Um, and nobody was like, you know, no, nobody was coming in and saying, Hey, we can't do this or whatever. It's just like, I'm not sure it's a good idea, Josh. Um, but as each phase got completed, and as they saw what we were able to do with mm. the children, mm-hmm. and then they saw, like, oh, the lobby is twice as big now. Right. And it's five times as comfortable as it was. And mm. people are coming earlier to church now mm. to fellowship, and they're staying after church to fellowship. And oh, like, I can hear you now in the sanctuary because we got a new sound system. Right. And, And all of this other, like after the project was done and they could see where we were going, the, the, the people who were concerned, I didn't hear from at all anymore. And even Mm -hmm. some of them like, oh, this is, this is really nice. They see it now now and they understand like, oh, like we were, we were trying to create an atmosphere where it was easier to fellowship, Mm -hmm. like where it was Mm -hmm. easier to greet new people. Where our, our children um, were able to 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 learn uninhibited and where they were able to be safe, right? Um, and then just on Sunday morning, where our services could be heard, right? Mm-hmm. Like just simple as that, um, and and a few other things. And as but I could kind of see it, and some of our leaders could see that, and others couldn't. Some others couldn't. But when it was finished, and as you kind of continued to. Complete each phase; they could see kind of like, "Oh, this is happening, and this is happening." And um, I think with probably when you put down a vision, you can maybe the leaders can maybe see it clearer than other people can. Mm -hmm. And you got to keep kind of taking steps towards it, towards those phases, to get there. No, it Um, it is stepwise, yeah, And, and
1: that's why the bigger picture of the vision includes your mission. Because as you, as you get through the vision, then the mission, and the strategy, then you have more people being able to like, okay, I don't really understand the vision part, but that mission, I get it, you know? And then the strategy, okay, let's say strategy includes, you know, uh, kids or youth, and mm-hmm. that's your passion. Okay, I'm not yeah. sure how it fits, but I'm good, yeah. because I'm, 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 I'm in that gifting that God's given me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff.
0: So tell me about the vision at your church. So the, uh, the vision in our
1: church is the one that the uh, Northeast Ohio District adopted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is that every soul in Northeast Ohio encounters the glory of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that vision, I, I routinely have people shake their heads as, how does this work? Yeah. And uh, we have a uh, correlating uh, mission and, and strategy that comes along with it. And in and, and further detail that allows people to get a hold of it. Uh, but that's an ongoing question like how how can we accomplish that and the big the big deal because it's northeast ohio it's not east canton yeah ohio, right northeast ohio not just Stark county yeah. we have nine counties that surround us we're one of the few counties in the nation that have that touches so many different counties and we have um in the in that nine county area when i first got here i did some demographics and there are well over a million people who do not claim any faith, let alone uh, Jesus Christ as, as, uh, as their Savior and King. And so we have a lot of opportunity in yeah. that, but we're not going to be able to do it our own. And that's where we recognize that one of our key, what we call our pillars to our strategies is um partnerships, Mm -hmm. working within the district, within the church of God, within uh, our own communities. We have churches that we work with and so on. So that's, that's how we're looking at that vision.
0: Yeah. So part of the way that you carry your vision out is trying to partner with other churches because your, your vision is so big Mm -hmm. that, you know, your individual congregation can't get it done. What are some other ways that, you know, you might I don't know, carry out your vision or a vision is carried out. Like, how do you execute it? You've got it written down now. Well, and it may, maybe not specifics, but in generalities, you've got a, you've got a vision written down. How what's what was the first thing that you would do to start executing it?
1: Okay. So now you're looking at, uh, all right. So that you've got the vision, um, then you need to adopt a mission. Remember the, the vision is the where, where we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mission is, is, uh, what we do to get there. Mm-hmm. And frankly, from a church's perspective, you have the Great Commandments and you have the Great Commission,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so that has to be in there somewhere, Yeah, you know, some, somewhere. And uh, for us, it is to glorify God, because remember, the vision is that every soul in Northeast Ohio would encounter the glory of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So our mission is to glorify God mm-hmm. by loving God, loving people, and making disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so that it, that's how we have have connected it um, and then after your mission you have a strategy and uh, the strategy is the how it's the approach to that uh, mission statement to accomplish it um, we had a, a guy at our, our um, camp meeting I don't know how long ago it was um, I think two years ago, three years ago Bishop Thompson and he had a great quote he says you know Uh, methods are many principles are few methods may change but principles never do and I think that's that's the nature of your vision is going to stay for a long time and so and your mission as well but then your strategies are going to adjust as you see the needs changing around you and not and realizing you're in community uh, with uh, not only where your church is but I, I, I think for Talmadge as well you probably have people around Talmadge right? That, uh, don't, they're not in Talmadge, but they're in the, uh, in the county area and in and, and, and neighboring townships and so on. And so wherever their community is, you have an opportunity for that vision to go forward. Yes.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, how is, you know, you talked a little bit about how your church carries out your vision. Um,
1: how, we're, how we are not doing it? Yeah, how aren't you doing it? <laughs> yeah, like what are the no, challenges? That's great question. You know,
0: it's really, I don't know. You so you get the vision down, and so forth. What are the what what? what yeah, what are the roadblocks?
1: Well, I I think uh, it's not so much roadblocks. It's it's where we haven't been able to focus yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we are uh, uniquely located. Um, if you look at where East Canton is. Uh, north of us and west of us is that, that quadrant. That northwest quadrant is uh, city; mm-hmm. it's metro area, Canton. Yeah. And then you have the rest of the compass is primarily rural, and the rural community is dying spiritually right now. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I know of, of churches that uh, we have spoken with and, and prayed and still praying for that are struggling right now to to bring people in and to, and to not only uh, survive uh, but uh, to have any kind of forward momentum spiritually speaking. And so we we are we need to be stronger uh, as a church in order for us to help those others to be strong. You know yeah. to send people mm-hmm. uh, to to support them because uh Internet's great right now. We're, I think we're on the internet, yeah. Right? Okay, uh, we love that. However, uh, internet is also isolating, mm-hmm. and there are people who are very, very lonely, and they don't realize that uh, God knows them and God loves them. And there's a community they can plug into, yeah.
0: Why do you think rural churches are struggling? That's a kind of a different topic, but I don't, well, okay,
1: so why? Um, I could, I think there's plenty of theories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evidence, though, is not only churches are shrinking, but also rural, I'm sorry, um, uh, organizations like Ruritans and Rotary and and civic organizations Uh are also shrinking, uh, that uh, people are isolating within themselves and not uh, reaching out like they used to. And they're also the population shrinking, populations also aging. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: So that's how I understand it.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's it's interesting. Yeah, you just kind of wonder why certain areas seem to be hit harder than others. Mm -hmm. Um, And
1: and the schools, I mean, there's some, I'm sure there's consolidations across the the Midwest, right? But um, there are children, students in schools still need Jesus. Yeah. There are parents who are raising those children who still need to know uh, God's plan for them Mm -hmm. and how uh, they can... Uh, raise their child in a way that's uh, going to be not only God-honoring, but great for, for them and for the community. Um, and we have a we have a role there, I
0: think. Yeah, yeah. And I know rural churches can still thrive, of course. You bet. I was just talking to a pastor a couple of weeks ago. I won't say where, but uh, the town was 500 people. Mm. The church is over 200. Well, that's cool. Now they pull from a larger community sure. about 20 minutes away too. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting. He was mm-hmm. sharing with me about the demographics of their church and yeah. how large their church was in a town of 500. <laughs> I said, well, that's pretty impressive. Um, and so, well, I, what I think would be interesting is to talk about a, a little bit here is about the difference between maybe casting vision here in the United States and Uganda, since you've been doing it in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Are there differences, or, or what's that been like? That's a great question. Um,
1: it's very similar. You still have the same challenge. Uh, someone once said, and I don't know who it was. It wasn't me, uh, but it made sense to me. Vision leaks, right? So that um, I should be saying the vision early and often from mm. uh, the platform. Yeah. And the same is true for any church, any um, civic organization, every um, a family, if a family could have a vision too, mm. and a business, right? Yeah. This is why we exist. Right. Yeah. So this is this is where we're going, you know, and there. Are, uh, in our case, there are people around us right now who need to see the glory of God through each one of us. It's not uh, some sort of, you know, evangelism push. It's having relationships, real relationships with people, right? And so uh, while that's true here, it's also true there, uh, but the context is different. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in my my view, uh, being with uh, my Uganda family uh, a little bit. Uh, they're far more uh, personable hmm. in the sense that they, for example, you know, I, you know, I'm getting there, and and we're, we've got our tasks, got our projects, we're, you uh, know, you know, things are happening, right, and so I'm I'm ready to do them, but they're asking me, okay, so how'd you sleep last night? Yeah, you know, how's your family? Yeah, how's it going? So they have a they have a different take on it, which I have uh, very much appreciated yeah. and tried to bring it into my life here, um, but the 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 challenges there are. I think very similar to the challenges here. You've got to uh, tell people about the vision. They need to see it in mm-hmm. motion through the mission, the strategy, and that takes uh, a lot of effort. Uh, what we haven't talked about here uh, yet uh, in detail is the core value, core values. Mm-hmm. Um, that really is who you know. We got all yeah. the W's right. You got yeah. uh, you know where we're going, uh, what we're doing to get there. Then H with with how we're doing it, mm-hmm. uh, meaning the strategy. But then who we are, our culture is that, that core value. And uh, that's one of the first things that they did. They yeah. identified their culture before, or their, their uh, core values mm-hmm. before they even uh, isolated their vision statement. Yeah, And uh, that's how they taught us because I think that's what we did uh, here yeah. when
0: we went through the process. Yeah, we started with our core values. Yeah,
1: and, and that was because I've also been told uh, values trump vision. who we are is going to have a direct impact on where God is going to take us. Yeah. Um, But in terms of key differences, it's, um, I I don't think there's a lot of them. Okay. Same problems. Yeah. (laughs) And the same opportunities and and, uh, privileges. You know, it's pretty,
0: pretty much the same. Yeah. I remember, you know, I always, I'm always, always, struggle with this, but when I go on a mission trip with a group and, and, and people come back and, just kind of say, oh, they've got it all together over there, over wherever. And I, I just never, I, when I'm honest with myself and I go on a mission trip, whether it be to Kenya or Guatemala or somewhere else, my takeaway is never, man, to have it all together. It's like, okay, they do these things better than we do, mm-hmm. but man, they have these problems over here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, there's sometimes they're different, but a lot of times they're the same. It's just like, you know, um, yeah. and, uh, it's just human nature. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so that's, that's interesting. I just, I was curious about that. How about this? Is it, what do you think about having a personal vision for your life? You know, I think a lot of times when we talk vision, mission, strategy, whatever, core values, mm-hmm. uh, we just sometimes think about it organizationally, um, or corporately, but, what about personally?
1: Okay, so this is something I'm working on right now mm-hmm. uh, in my life. Um, you know, I, I believe that uh, when God gave me a specific calling, when, when uh, He brought us to East Canton, and that's still in effect. Um, but there's a personal calling that I've ignored, yeah. and uh, I don't know what that is. Right? I, I'm I'm in the process of searching that through. Um, I had a, an opportunity to take on a coach, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, I, I I often teach. Everyone needs a Paul. Everyone needs a Barnabas. Everyone needs a Timothy, mm-hmm. right? So we have someone pouring into us. We have people encouraging us along the way, and then we have people that we pour into. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've been pretty good about the Barnabases, pretty good about the Timothys, yeah. But not so so good and the the Pauls. Even though, and you were kind enough to talk about mentorship. You know, I'm learning from you too, mm-hmm. right? And from uh, from others that I that come alongside. But to have someone who's gone farther than I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, to to uh, to speak some truth in my life that I I, uh, I need to have spoken, that's more rare uh, yeah. for me. And so I, I've got a coach now who is not he's relentless. I'm telling you, good <laughs> in terms of making sure that I have uh, a calling that is clear. And so as a result, I'm also sharing that with my leadership uh, yeah. in the in the church, asking that question: What's God called you to do? Because um, that's that's significant, mm-hmm. you know. If we we believe the Bible and we do, then he has arranged each one of us with a, a certain gifting in a certain place with among yeah. a certain people, and he's he's wanting us to take action on those giftings. and And again, God being in the win-win-win-win-win-win business, mm-hmm. uh, that gifting produces fruit, and that fruit is is uh, what brings people back to Jesus as they see Jesus's life lived out in us and, yeah uh, anyway so calling is pretty important i'm just not there yet
0: yeah i need to revisit my own you know it's something i've kind of done in the past and then even this even with emily and stuff in this mm-hmm. past year we kind of neglected to do it and just kept kind of going on what we were doing the year before and i think so we're feeling it you know um i have it written down but i don't i don't haven't revisited it in a while and so this next year that's something that i'm gonna work on um just feel like it's needed. I remember, I think it was Mark Shaner. He said something like this It was either have a plan or have a vision for your life because if you don't, somebody else will.
1: Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it
0: and, can be. and it's not that you might go all the, all about your life doing bad things or the, the wrong thing or, or whatever, but you might not be doing the thing that you really feel most called and equipped to do mm-hmm. because you're doing what everybody else wants you to do or because or you're just doing whatever you feel like is the most immediate need Mm -hmm. at the moment um and just think of what you're missing out on yeah
1: that's what was uh compelling to me yeah what am i missing out on i don't know Uh, i do know that you know he's called he's called me where i am and Mm -hmm. i know that on top of that there's some things that he's calling me to do and i don't know what that is or i suspect i know Uh but it, it hasn't become really crystallized that it needs to be yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so in short answer to your question,
0: yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one. that's great. <laughs> well, what we're going to do is we're going to end there. Um, we talked a little bit about vision. Um, don't want to go too long because people won't listen to us probably if we go too long. And so I thank you for being here with us. You're going to be here. Thanks for inviting
1: me in. I really right. appreciate it. This is great.
0: You're you're welcome, and I, you're going to be here Saturday helping our team out. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to that, and so we're going to hop off of here, and then I'm going to talk to you about this Saturday. So <laughs> so thanks for coming. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast.